final chapter in the United Nations drive to seal the doom of the Axis in North Africa. Americans of the 2nd Army Corps on the road to Bizerte. Armored brigades clearing a path for the infantry. Bizerta, Tunisia is the northernmost city in Africa. Strategically placed along the Mediterranean, the Phoenicians settled it as a post for sea trading in about 1100 BC. Bizerta was known by the ancient Greeks as Hippo Diorytus, Greek for harbor divided by the water, a reference to its canal that connected the Mediterranean with Bizerta Lake. Over the centuries, this strategically placed city was under the control of a who's who of conquerors. The Carthaginian Republic, the Romans, the Vandals, the Byzantine Empire, the Arabs, the Holy Roman Empire, the Turks, the French, and in World War II, the Germans and the Italians. After a hard-fought battle, the Allied forces took control of Bizerta in May 1943. In December 1944, my grandfather, Don Buswell, arrived on the scene with his crew aboard the U.S. Navy LCI 551, a landing craft infantry ship, nicknamed a tin can on water. It was in Bizerta, a scrubby coastal hills outcropping of the Tel Atlas mountain range, that he spent his second Christmas away from home. September 20th, 1944. My Lorene, I read two more of your letters last night. They certainly helped me. In them, you tell me of your trip to Nampa. You did have a good time. That makes me happy. Christmas is just about here. I'm in hopes we spend it in port, but we may be at sea by that time. We have plenty of candy and nuts to make us all sick. My packages probably hold a store of candies that will last me until I get home. Have to watch myself or I'll get fat. I should say heavier since I insist I'm not fat. Just call me short and stocky. Gosh, Lorraine, I'm in love with you. I miss you all the time. It doesn't seem possible, but it's true. No one in my life is one-tenth so important as you. Good day, my gal. Buzz. My name is Janica Isaacson Dillon, and this is the Story Behind Your Story podcast. After my grandparents, Don and Lorene Buswell, passed away in 2009 and 2010, just four months apart, my mother, Marne Buswell Isaacson, and her siblings discovered a treasure trove of carefully stored love letters sent home by my grandfather, Don, to his new bride, Lorene, while he was serving in the Navy during World War II. I recently visited my mom's home office to see these letters in person. And here are these letters. Can you see? Just a whole bunch of them. I found, when I was going through my parents' things, lots of letters. And... stacks of these well and they go on and on did you know these letters existed when you were growing up no no they talk a lot about their 11 honeymoons they talk about how they wrote letters to each other but 
We never said, where are they? Let's see them. Not only did my grandparents save everything, but in their later years, they woke up early to record their life stories on a handheld tape recorder. In the following segment, my grandfather reminisces about making the best of his Christmas in Bizzard. Came Christmas time again. This time we were in a place in Bizzerti in Tunisia, North Africa. And it was Christmas Eve when we came in, and uh, morale was really low. Uh, we hadn't had mail for three weeks or more. They just couldn't catch up with us. We were here and there, back and forth, and mail didn't get to us at Christmas time. So on Christmas Eve, we came in. We had to come in because we needed fuel and water and the big ships, they had enough that they, our small ships had to be replenished every once in a while. I took a couple of the men up with me and we went up on the, on the hillside not far away and see if we could find something, maybe a, a tree that we could have for Christmas. I found a little bush that, like our sagebrush, about three and a half feet, four feet high. We cut it down and taking it back to the ship when we run into a little boy herding goats and sheep. Boy, that was rough ground and he had no shoes on. See, his looked like his shoes were, feet were swollen because he was on this rocky and thorns and stuff. I went back to the, to the ship and we asked around if there's anybody had a pair small pair of, uh, of shoes that they could give them. We got a pair. One of the men from the engine gang, it had, it had gotten oil on them and so they couldn't be shined. And so we took them back up, found that little boy, and he sat down and put those shoes on. You can't imagine the excitement that was in his eyes as he had shoes. First pair of brownies he ever had. And they fit him all right. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. Next year all our troubles will be out of sight. So we came back to the ship, and while we were gone, uh, a couple of our signalmen had gotten out some bunting that we used to uh, repair flags. They had red and green and American strips, and, and they had decorated that little tree and went with extra branches on it. They'd make it a wreath and they'd put it on the door. Well, uh, it was something. We had a tree, we had given a Christmas present to a little shepherd boy. On Christmas Day, I told the cook to make the best meal he ever made. His morale was <laughs> been so low. It just pull out all the stops and just 
prepare the best dinner he could. Well, I remembered something. We had a man on our ship by the name of Painter who had been transferred off the ship. He was an expert mechanic. And all, for, for weeks after he left the ship, we, whenever we got mail, there would be two or three like uh, oatmeal boxes wrapped up nicely from Grandma Painter someplace in Alabama. And uh, I had kept them. If you ever had a chance to get with Painter, we could give him all these. And I knew he had received those before he, before he left the ship. And they were goodies that Grandma had sent to him. So I decided, well, I'm not going to get it. Maybe Grandma Painter wouldn't, wouldn't worry too much about the fact that we were going to maybe lift the spirits of these, uh, these sailors. So I gathered up all those that I had been keeping for Painter, opened them up and spread them out on the, on the tables, and they were goodies cookies and pralines. A praline is a caramel with a nuts in it and other candies. It was just what we needed to bring up our, to raise them around. And it had all those things.